Welcome to the Self-Made Babe podcast. I'm your host, Marianne Altuve, and I'm the founder of Self-Made Babe. Self-Made Babe is a community and digital platform empowering career-driven women to achieve their version of success. The Self-Made Babe podcast is the go-to podcast for women looking for entrepreneurship, career, social media, self-development, lifestyle, and wellness tips. Visit our website at selfmadebabe.com to find everything you need to become a self-made babe. Without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to the Self-Made Babe podcast. Today's episode is going to be on how to avoid burning out. So if you are professional women, if you have your own business, I invited my good friend Kelly Bonner from Let's Burn Bright and she is going to help you and she's going to be the star of the show today and actually help you on how to avoid burning out and she's going to give you therapist known tips and she's going to introduce herself right now. So Kelly, please introduce yourself to Self Made Babe. Hello everyone. Hi Marie and thanks for having me. So uh, I love, I have my mug also, I should show it. My self-made babe. <laughs> Everyone can't see it on the I podcast, but I have one. Um, so I am, like Marie said, I am a therapist. I've been doing this for 15 years. Uh, twins. Marie held up her mug, too. Um, <laughs> and I have been working in the field for a long time, but my passion right now is to work with women. And we've talked about this before, right? A particular type of woman, a passion, purpose-driven, creative uh, woman who is about her business, whether she's starting one or is just, you know, in the professional workforce. And for me, it's all about teaching you how to take care of yourself and how to be kind of present and vibrant in your lives, hence Burn Bright, right? That's my business that I feel like is my labor of love to teach women how to prevent themselves from burning out and taking care of themselves in the way that can, can keep them doing all the things that they love. So that's I love me. that. So if any of you are a little bit overwhelmed because of these situations that are occurring in the world right now, it's totally normal, but we're going to help you walk through this and get through it together and provide you with some tips on how to avoid burning out so that this overwhelm doesn't take over your life. Yes, I'm excited to jump in and start talking about that. <laughs> yes, so if you want, give a little... Uh, if you want to give a more in-depth background of yourself and so for me I think what makes me also so passionate about this too is that I am what I like to say is like I'm in burnout recovery right so I know exactly what this journey can be like for people because I experience it myself and that's why I have such a personal connection to to this uh, topic because I you know my very early 20s started a job that was my dream. And so one of the things that I also focus on is like, it's helping women pivot to careers that are their dreams, but also keeping you in a job that is your dream. And so I had all the things I thought were going to be. Uh, I had the job, I had the car, I even had as a kid, I had envisioned this place I was going to live. And I was living there by 24 years old. And by 27, all those kind of dreams had become a nightmare. And so it was really a wake up call for me that some of the things I hadn't been taking care of myself the way I should have, I hadn't been really connected to my purpose and authentic about who I was, totally not honoring my boundaries. And as a result, I completely burned out. And so the process of rebuilding myself was a really long and painful one because I just, I didn't have the tools. 
And even though I'm a therapist, you think we would have all the answers. Guys, we don't. <laughs> and I looked around to kind of get some answers to say, well, what is this feeling I'm having? And so it was through that process that I learned the importance of burnout and a specific type of protocol and way to deal with it. And I kind of climbed my way back out of that and was able to pivot to doing more authentic and aligned work and the job I really feel is of my dreams now and feel ready and able to stay with it, even in the most crazy of times. So that's kind of been my journey. And so part of that journey is once I got out of that, I was like, how can I take that to other people? How can I bring what I learned to shortcut some of the more painful lessons that I learned the hard way so that people can feel empowered and energized to do the work that they love doing? I love that. I think your purpose is definitely going to shine through because a lot of women definitely deal with burnout and just the overwhelm that comes with life <laughs> and their yes. jobs and their careers and just anything that involves their personal life. So I think it's great what you're doing and I'm, I'm glad to be able to help you amplify your voice. Yes. Thank so you that for you can actually, I'm sorry. And so I love what you do as well. So yes, I'm happy to be here to kind thank of speak you. to you and everybody with us. Thank you. Thank you. So if you want, let's start jumping into the tips that you have or scenarios or anything that would help a burnt out woman. Absolutely. So one of the things that I do is there's a couple things. So there's there's more specific protocols and, and micro steps and macro steps. But for today, I really want to just tap into some kind of philosophies that help you bring your life into alignment and also some quick exercises that you can do to avoid burnout. And I want to also create I think you did a great job of setting the stage about talking about burnout is going to be a factor in our lives even more so than maybe two months ago or three months ago, because we're also dealing with something that we've never dealt with before. So I want to bring right. that into the space and say that it, if you are struggling more than you normally do, and you normally feel great, and you're just like, every day is kind of hard, acknowledge that everyone's feeling that way collectively, and that we are going to get through this together, and the tips still apply, but give honor the fact that everyone is struggling. So one of the first things I tell people is I kind of have my own ABCs of burnout prevention, right, that I believe are like the steps of what really in your mind you need to be thinking about to keep you from burning out. And the first thing that I tell people, the A and that ABCs, is alignment and authenticity. One of the things that I truly believe is burnout is so many times a self-betrayal, right? It is to me accumulation of all the little ways that you're just a little bit off the mark of who you are or what's important to you and you betray yourself until it just accumulates until you're just you're burnt out and you can't do what you love doing and so the first thing that I work with people on is making sure that they are aligned and authentic with themselves are you truly knowing what your why is why you're getting up in the morning, why you're doing what you need to do and if you are aligned you're far less likely to be burned out if you're a little off alignment, there's quick ways to bring yourself back. And so one of the exercises I go through and for listening is to, you know, take a sheet of paper. You don't have to do this right now, but remember these kinds of questions. I want you to think about what are the three things in your life that you need to thrive? Put them in your brain, write them down because they become more real. It's really important 
important that we discuss those things because you need to know what that is. And I'll give you a quick example of how that helped me and how authenticity and knowing those three things really made me make some big decisions. So for me, I have always did been important to me has been I need to be authentic, which we're talking about now. I need to be creative and I need to be passionate. So I needed to be doing work. I need to be in relationships with people who fueled, if not all three of those things, at least one or two of them, right? And so it became clear to me when I wrote that down, well, how is my life passionate? How am I being creative? How am I being myself every day? And I realized in one of the jobs I had, I wasn't doing any of those things. I felt like I had to kind of put myself into a box or if you're starting a business, I had to change who my ideal customer was because I had to get people to buy and it just didn't feel like me. I was also not being creative, it's safe. And so it made me feel like I was stuck. And then that took all the passion away, right? Like if you're not feeling it can be yourself and if you're not feeling like you can be creative and that's important to you, you're definitely not going to be energized about what you do. And so knowing those right. three things, made me make some decisions and some changes in my life. It made me think, okay, I want to find the next job or the current job. I want to change it in a way that is aligned with those things. So really knowing those three things that you need, whatever it is, and it could be different for everybody. For you, it might just be like, I need a team. I need people around me. I need, I need to be engaged. So if you can find those things, that will help you kind of align and bring authenticity to your life. And finding your why is the most important thing. And I think that perfectly aligns with you. And when you're talking about strategies and branding, who you are is the foundation of your success as a business owner right. or as a professional. Mm -hmm. And so once you've kind of established that, the next thing I tell people is the B's and the ABC's is bravery and boundaries. Because one of the things is it takes a lot of bravery to be yourself, particularly as women where we're kind of always being defined and put in little boxes of who we should be and how we should act or for juggling all these different roles in our lives. It's hard to be you to put a line in the sand, which is your boundary, and to hold on to that with everything that you have, right? And so teaching people how to be brave and boundaried isn't easy. I tell people these are simple steps, doesn't mean they're easy, is learning the power of the two, like I think most important words in the English language, which are no and yes. And so I challenge people as an exercise, how are you saying yes to things? How are you kind of broadening your horizons and saying yes to new challenges and things you want to do? But conversely, how are you saying no? How are you putting a line in the sand in your life and saying, you know what, I don't need to take on one more thing. Or I don't need to say yes to one more person who I know may not really respect my boundaries or isn't honoring who I am as a person. And so knowing who you are sets that foundation, but then you have to protect it. And the only way you can protect that foundation is by making a boundary with yourself, not just with others, but with you. It's turning off the phone if you're addicted to social media like me and having an off time, right? Telling yourself the work day ends, whether you work from home, we all are, a lot of us are now, no matter what our jobs are, but having an, a hard stop time and saying that at five o'clock, I'm done for the day. It's setting those boundaries and being brave to maybe tell people, okay, I have to say no, but that's being true to me and that's gonna protect, present, protect me from burning out. So those are like the first two in the ABCs that, that are there for people.
And I, I think I really loved how you said that it's important to actually set boundaries, especially as women, because those boundaries can easily be crossed. And I think a lot of people that are successful are the ones that know when to say no. Yes. I think um, if you are constantly a yes man or if you're constantly surrounded with yes men, you're not going to be in a position you're not going to be positioning yourself in a, such a way that it's going to leverage your opportunities or leverage your, um, your potential or leverage your skills or your talents. It, it's, it allows you to actually, you know, be more reserved and be more thoughtful of who I am and what am I okay with and what I'm not okay with. And that will help women and that will help anyone who is struggling with their careers or just finding the balance between work and home because I feel like that's one of the contributing factors to feeling burning out burnt out mm -hmm. and just I think it's so important that you said that just knowing yourself and knowing when to say yes and when to say no is so important. It really is. And I think you highlighting too that women have, we've kind of, some of us been, we've been socialized and brought up to believe like saying no is a bad thing, right? That we need to be nice, right? And I'm here to tell you that it's not nice to yourself, first of all, to, to just be a pushover and say yes to everyone. And that's first and foremost. But the other thing too is nobody successful ever got to the success, whatever that was for them, by being a doormat and by saying yes to everyone. When you mm -hmm. study the lives of successful entrepreneurs or just successful people in your field, I guarantee you go and talk to them. Every one of them will say that what changed for them is their ability to set boundaries and to say no because they couldn't move forward. They were always going to be stuck in a certain place if they didn't just shore up their bravery and say, no, I, I have to do this or say yes to things like, yes, I'm going to start telling people how I feel, not in a cruel way. But telling people how I feel, telling people when they are pushing against those boundaries and protecting. And it's really about protecting yourself so you can give that gift, whatever that is, to the world. And you can't do that if you are constantly saying no or hiding somewhere and hiding yourself away from people because you're scared of how they may or may not react. At some point, you're just going to have to put yourself out there and then protect that person, who you are, uh, with everything you have. Right. I agree. I agree 100%. And so the other two things, so in the ABCs, there's a D in there, but the other C's in that would be, I also tell people, so of course we talked about authenticity and alignment, we talked about bravery and boundaries, the C's would be clarity and compassion. And so the other thing I teach people too is like, as you get authentic about who you are, you get clear on that, you get better at your boundaries, you also get clarity. Like there's always inevitably with everyone I've ever worked with on this, there's this light bulb moment where they're like, I wanna pivot something this way, right? If I'm in a business, I'm like, I realize I've been burned out, I'm a little out of alignment, I bring myself into alignment, I'm setting those boundaries, I'm getting my courage up. It's like, aha, I wanna do this. Either it's maybe you're leaving a job or maybe you're staying right where you are, but you just wanna pivot a little bit. And there is no price tag you can put on that light bulb moment, right, of, of clarity, getting very clear. So you know who you are. Now you go to your business and your profession and you get really clear about what you want that to look like and really explaining that. And then there's a level of 
compassion needed in that. Because here's the thing, when you get clear about who you are, you're going to have to explain that to people. <laughs> and that could be, you might start discovering the ways that people in your life have been pushing on those boundaries. And there's a lot of compassion that goes into setting those limits with them. And there's also a lot of compassion in forgiving yourself. Because I think one of the things that women do a lot of, right, is we say yes to everything and we feel the need to. We also are really hard on ourselves. You know, when things don't go a certain way or when we realize, oh, I should have done this differently or, man, I messed this up, we don't leave a lot of room for compassion for ourselves. And so when you're burned out and you realize it's because you haven't been aligned with who you are, maybe you're sitting there and you're thinking, it's dawning on me that I may be an entrepreneur and I've taken on customers that just aren't my people, right? And why did I do that? I knew this was important to me and yet I took on customers who don't align. Or I'm in a job right now and I don't really like what I'm doing at this second, and man, I, that was a dumb move, or whatever we say to ourselves, right? Compassion is needed, because you have to be able to forgive yourself and to forgive others who may not have honored your boundaries in the past in order to move forward. And burnout will accelerate if you're bitter, whether toward others, or you're constantly downgrading yourself, right? You will consistently make yourself feel terrible and go nowhere. You'll either be mad at someone else, or mad at yourself. And so it's about acknowledging maybe the ways that things are not perfect in your life, or out of alignment, out of step, or you haven't always been good with your boundaries with others. Um, they haven't been good to you, and maybe you haven't been good to them. But being really honest about getting real with that and then forgiving yourself when you have those moments of clarity. I think that is so and powerful. The, it, it just it helps people realize that you can't go forward if you're beating yourself up. That's the other thing, because ultimately burnout is this being like paralyzed. Either you're paralyzed in action because you're emotionally overwhelmed. And if you keep the cycle of like negative self-talk, you're going nowhere. Um, and so it's so important that you have that clarity and compassion. And the last thing that I tell people that they need is they need the D part, which is determination. And so you could do all the work in the world, <laughs> but if you're not determined to maintain it, you will go nowhere, right? And so a lot of us have been at this point before, right? We learn something new, we learn a new exercise or something, and we're just in love with yoga. I take myself, for example, and every year I do like a 30-day yoga challenge. And I'm like, this is so great. I feel amazing. I want to keep doing this. And then February comes through and March comes through and the yoga has disappeared, right? <laughs> it's like, I meant to do that. Now I'm only doing it once a week instead of every day. And part of it's like, I just lose the determination. It's not like I didn't realize that this wasn't good, right? It's just like, I've lost the ability to stay determined to keep the lessons with me. And part of that determination is kind of why I love you and I love your messaging is part of that's having good supports around you. Having a good crew will help you keep your determination. And it's really important that I tell people that it's not just friends. It's great to have friends, but in the professional world, you need support. And there is a big difference between a friend and a support, right? Friends yes. will cheer for you, but they're not necessarily a support, right? They may not know what's going on in your life. Sometimes our very best friends are the ones that are like, constantly in a drama somewhere and they're draining us and we feel like we're exhausted or it's a family member supports are people who know what your your alignment is know what's important to you know who you are know what those boundaries are and they will remind you 
when you are just a little bit off course, right? They will be there to say, right. you know, in my, my yoga uh, analogy, I need a support to be like, Kelly, you said that yoga makes you feel good. You said it's really important for you to have that freedom that you get when you're on the mat. And yet here you are, it's March 2nd, and you are not on the yoga mat, right? And you said you would at least do it three times a week. That's a support. Right. A friend will be like, oh, girl, you know, I've been there, too. I'm, I, I, you know, I put yoga, too. Let's just go have happy hour. Or now in this world, we'll do virtual cocktails. And all of a sudden, your friend right. who means who's means totally the right thing. They're not bad people, but they've taken you further off course. And now neither one of you <laughs> are. Doing right. That. But a support will remind you that that was important to you. And so keeping that determination and making very conscious choices who you surround yourself with and who your community is, is so key to not burning out. Hi, editing Marianne here. I was editing the podcast episode. I was able to extract the video from IGTV. And when I was converting it to audio, it cut half of it. So if you want to continue listening to what Kelly has to say, you can go to the Selfmade Babe Instagram and go to the podcast series on IGTV and you'll be able to find her there. She is the first collaborator. She's the first podcast Instagram live video. So you'll be able to watch it and finish this episode there. But make sure to go to Kelly's website at letsburnbright.com to get in contact with her and learn more about what she has to offer and you can also check her out on instagram it's let's burn bright and her name is kelly bonner just as a reminder thank you for tuning in to this podcast episode i wish you much love and success and i hope you're back for the next episode